Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Casbo Rants. Holy shit, fuck, are you shitting me? No fucking way, you've lost your fucking mind. Sweet mother of Christ, what's wrong with you? No, fuck shit, son of a damn it. Get over it, unfucking believable Casba rants, let's go. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers. Welcome to another edition of Casba's Rant. I'm Casba. We're Cole. We're the Rants. This is season three, episode... What episode? 107. That's right, 107. So, I had a rant. Did a rant. Forgot to save the rant. Power went out, lost, said rant. So we're doing a new rant. That's what we do. That could be a rant in and of itself. Electronics, digital shit. No. Anyways, uh, quick shout out to our sponsors. ASN Lifestyle Magazine. Three million readers can't be wrong. Make it a habit to read ASN Lifestyle Magazine every month so you can stay on top of everything that's going on in the adult world as well as the swinger world. Also, shamelesscare.com. That's right, a company that was made by swingers for swingers. It has all of your at-home testing needs for your STDs to keep your lifestyle safe, as well as ED meds. Here's the deal. Anytime you go to shamelesscare.com, whatever you purchase or buy, don't forget to use coupon code KK50. That gives you a $30 discount and also lets them know that, uh, hey, you came from Crazy Truth and Crazy Casba. And finally, we're very proud to be associated with Nightcaps. Nightcaps is the drink spiking prevention scrunchie. That's right. Don't put the safety of yourself or your loved ones in somebody else's hands. You be responsible for it. Make sure they have a nightcaps when they go out to their next event. Okay. So, so many of the rants we, we talk about rules. We talk about different. Well, we talk about lots of different things. Obviously, there's thousands upon thousands of things to work on and improve on. But today, the rant is a little bit different. Today, I want to talk about. I want to talk about a subject that I think gets lost in the shuffle, and that is a form of complacency. I want to talk about complacency, and I want to talk about the danger of complacency. And and where I want to talk about it is, I'm, I'm not talking just overall. I, look, we all know... We stress it all the time. You should you when we we get new in the lifestyle. We talk about our relationships. We are concerned about our spouse. We're concerned about our, each other and our relationships, and 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 making sure we put our relationship first. That overall, that concept, that bond, as as either spouses or significant others that we have with each other, we protect that as we should. We should we should always protect that bond. It should be our number one priority. But even though we have a bond as a husband and wife or significant others in the lifestyle, we also take and we each have our own adventure. We, we talk about it, right? It's choose your own adventure. So we each have our own wants, desires, and needs within the lifestyle. We each moved at different paces within acceptance and growth, just like in real life. We say it all the time. The lifestyle is truly nothing more than a microcosm of life. And so what happens, though, as we become more familiar with things, we become complacent in other areas. We start to do things like make assumptions. 
and we start to look at things differently. We don't mean to. So many times, complacency is something that sneaks up on us. It's not a choice. It's not for lack of love or caring. It just sneaks up on us. We don't even realize it's happening. We still value the overall relationship. But we start to become complacent in how we protect it and guard it. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about your partner for a second. I want to talk about when was the last time you did a truly sat down, thought about it, deep discussion, pondered where your life, where your partner is in their lifestyle journey. Are they on the same page? Right, and you go, well, we talk, think about, we talk about it all the time. We talk every day. We, we know we're okay with everything. Do you? When was the last time you asked? See, if you think back to when you first started, there was, if you're like most people, and everybody's a little bit different, but most people, there was genuine conversation. Are you okay with this? Is this making you happy? We gauged reactions on our significant others or our spouses. But as we start to go along, we know that certain things, just like your rules change. You know, we talk about it all the time. Your rules change from when you first started in the lifestyle to where you're at today. What what you had to do to be comfortable for each other is totally different today than, than what it was when you first started. So as that's grown and changed, what we look for has grown and changed. We assume, and trust me, everybody does it. And, and honestly, if you stop and think right now and are honest with yourself and truly honest with yourself, you will realize that you're just as guilty as I am and everybody else. We assume that our spouses or significant others are moving at the same pace we are. We make the assumption that they're okay, that we've all progressed to this level. But have they? See, what starts to happen is we, whether we want to or not, because we're enjoying where we are, it's very easy to go, well, if they're not happy, they'll tell us. We have great communication. They'll say, hey, I'm not happy with this. But we leave out the account that the other person wants us to be happy, so maybe they don't say anything because, well, they don't feel comfortable saying anything. Well, you're having so much fun, maybe it's just them. Or maybe you're the person, that, the part of the, the dynamic duo that's not feeling comfortable. Let me ask you, have you said anything? Have you sat down with your spouse and said, hey, you know what? We got to talk. I'm not okay. It's very easy when we become complacent to also to take and go, well, we're, we're pretty sure everything's good because that's what we want to hear. We... We don't, none of us miss the days early on where there's the nervousness of, 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 of did we do something? Is our spouse going to be upset? Or None of us miss that. None of us miss those days of insecurities that we had or any of that. We, we just don't, right? We're, we're excited for, we're excited for where we're at now. And so it's easier to make sure to, the way to avoid that we're not on the same page is to not ask. And assume, and what happens when you assume, it makes an ass out of me and you, that the, our partner will let us know. 
Here's a question for you. Has your partner let you know and you just didn't pick up the signs? I can say this because I'm horrible at flirting. Guys, I hear guys say this all the time. I hear women say this all the time about guys. You know what? They're clueless. Did you pick up the sign that maybe your wife or significant other was not in the same place you are? Not in the same comfort level? Not on the same page? Ladies, did you try to send a subliminal message, little hints, or did you say it outright of that you're not comfortable or you are comfortable? Have you looked at your husband or boyfriend's face because they're going, oh, yeah, this is great, but seeing the pain across it? Because they don't want to appear weak. They don't want to disappoint. See, these are the things that happen when we become complacent. Our relationship does not get as guarded as it should be. Our interaction and our communication, we still stick with generalized rules and whatever. But the actual, are you okay, are you at, and the actual examination of, are we on the same page, goes out the window. Because, let's face it, the scariest thought of the concept is is to be... We're on, you're on page 105, but your significant other is only on page 95, and we don't want to go backwards. So we come up with excuses and justifications not to look to find out to make sure that our spouse is on not on a different page than we are. The second most scary thing is to know that our spouse is on page 105, and we're only on 95, and we don't know how to get there. These are the types of challenges that we have. These are the type of things that we have to look at. We have to force ourselves to delve into these areas of our relationship to find out whether or not where are we at. Because what happens? What happens when a relationship, when complacency sets in and we don't guard our relationships and we don't make sure we're on the same page and the divide continues to grow? Because that's what's happening. Every day when the divide is not when that that the division is not addressed, when that conversation is not had, it continues to grow because we continue to grow at a separate pace. And now there's a new factor of frustration, aggravation, hurt. So what happens when that divide is left unchecked? Where's the end zone? Where's the, the stopping point? The stopping point is when you become a victim of the lifestyle. See, I don't believe that most people plan to become victims of the lifestyle. It sneaks up on them. They go into the lifestyle with the, the purest of intentions, as, as it can be for a sexual sort of thing. But they go in with pure intentions. And that sneaks up on you. Bam. But Cole, we've tried to have conversations like that. I do my best, but he says, she says, everything's fine. I don't know if it's true or not, so what am I do? I, I trust him. Why do I have to take him at their word? Yeah, you do. You have to keep trying to communicate. Remember, your personal relationship should be the thing that you're willing to fight the hardest for, but absolutely. But here's some things. Check. Think back. What were, What was the things that you did in the lifestyle that your partner loved the most, that your partner thought was the hottest? What were the activities that your partner thought were the hottest? And I don't just say something general like, well, sex, it was fucking. No, there was more to it than that. Maybe it was threesomes, foursomes. Maybe it was group sex. Maybe it was individual couples. Whatever the case may be, what was it? What was it that your partner really thoroughly enjoyed doing that really turned them on, that made it so hot? 
And when was the last time you did that? Seriously. Think about that for a minute. It is the greatest and easiest way to make sure that you are are on the same page or you can find out where your partner's at is by doing something you know that your partner thoroughly enjoys. Now, I'm not saying take one for the team. If it's something you absolutely hated, maybe you come up with a thing of that's just not something you're willing to do together. That's fine. But what is the thing that you do like to do together that is the hottest for your partner? The reality of it is, is that if you will take and reach out and, and do this little tactic and you will be amazed at, one, how much of the divide it will close with you and your partner. Two, how much conversation it will spark. Because it's putting a priority on your significant other where the priority should always be. It will also help you come back to a happier place, a different place. Going backwards isn't necessarily... going Stepping back is not negative. Maybe there'll be some fun to that that you forgot how much fun it was, too. Sometimes we're so forced or we're so focused on pushing ahead and forward, 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 we forget all the fucking great things that we do to get there. Getting there is a big chunk of the fun. Getting there is what it's all about. Getting there is 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 a huge part of of the entertainment of what we do. So go back and visit that. Now let's talk a minute. If you're that person, if you're the one that's feeling left behind, don't don't perceive it as your partner doesn't care. Your partner's not moving forward because they don't care. Your partner's moving forward because they're caught up in the moment. But don't play guessing games. Don't 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 expect them to read your mind. We're adults. Be honest, be upfront and say, "Hey, wait a minute. We need to talk." I am not okay with some things. We need to talk. You need to know where I'm at. It doesn't mean that you won't be able to find common ground and, and that anybody has to necessarily change where they're at in the position, but at least you'll be on the same page. But you still have to communicate. You have to reach out to each other. You have to make sure that you know and understand where you're both at in the process. That is so very, very important. The worst mistake we can make is assuming, again, assuming makes an ass out of me and you, assuming that our partner is going to figure it out. We're assuming that our partner's going to figure out that they're on a different page, we're not there, and we're not happy. Just like assuming that the partner that's not happy is going to speak up and tell us that they're not happy so we don't look backwards. We can't do that. We have to We have to be vocal. We have to be honest. We have to actually be adult and address the monkey in, or the elephant in the room and, and the tough topics. Remember, we did that once. You survived. You had those discussions when it was early on. You had the discussions when rules were broken and setting rules and why the rule came up. You had all those things. If you can survive those conversations, you can survive this one as well. What happens, though, is if you don't have this conversation, your relationship may not survive the lifestyle. I speak so vehemently and adamantly about this and so passionately passionate to about this because 
I know we have watched, after 11 years in, in this, we have seen so many of our friends, good friends, good people, strong marriages that became victims of the lifestyle. And it's normally because, well, two people that were on the same page no longer are. It is a constant challenge that has to be addressed. If you address these conversations, you have these conversations, address these issues, and you continuously have it, and continuously do checkups to make sure everybody's on the same page, you avoid misunderstandings. Misunderstandings that lead to hurt. Hurt leads to anger. Anger leads to victims of the lifestyle. No, it's not just a Jedi thing. But that's the reality of it. Isn't our relationship the prime, most important thing we're, we're there to protect? Didn't Moses say we got in this to spice up our relationship? So we can't become complacent about it. I have a real advantage because I perform weddings and I'm an officiant. And so you see all these, these young love and this, this, this you know, new excitement of their new marriage life, whatever. But there's also a degree of sadness when you do these because you know that 50% of these are going to end in divorce. And you know the reason why. Communication. Communication. Every fucking time. That's the reason. It, it, there is no communication. That's it. Wow. And you just sit there and go, come on, folks. This isn't that hard. But it also, being an officiant, also helps remind me of the preciousness of our relationship. It's every day, every weekend when I do a wedding, seeing a young couple with the same gleam in our eyes, in their eyes, that we had in ours so many years before. And remembering how important that is. When you see new people in the lifestyle, and you hear them talk about their rules, and talk about their nervousness, and talk about all those things, that's like a, that's like a, a, a sign from above, a reminder, a reminder to you to take and go, are you still making sure where you're at? Have you become complacent? There's a lot of dangerous things to become complacent about in the lifestyle. Testing, safe sex practices, your relationship. There's a million one things if you become complacent, it can it can spell danger. There's no pill that can save a marriage. When that divide gets too big, it's too big. You have to understand that. And you have to understand that. If you go into it understanding that, then you will understand the value and importance of and the reasons why you fight. And why after every hookup, after everything, after daily, that you constantly are checking and confirming that your relationship is where it's supposed to be. You know, it's funny, based on the volume of people that listen to my rants, how many people will probably not understand this message? And the reason they won't understand it primarily is because they don't want to. Let me ask you something. If you have fears of, of having that discussion with your significant other to make sure you're on the same page, or if you have fears of a podcast like this, what is it you already know? You already know you're in trouble. And I can tell you 
that you're right. If you don't, it it it, it will never heal itself. It won't just magically get fixed. But the price you pay is is, is tremendous. Spend the time. Know where you're at. Know where your spouse at is at or significant other is at. Work together to move together. Or at least to adjust accordingly. But the biggest thing is make sure you talk. Do never, 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 never quit talking. Never quit communicating. No matter how much fun you're having in the lifestyle, I promise if all of a sudden you have to do it alone, it won't be near as much fun. Don't do that. Don't become complacent in your relationship. Folks, I've said it before and I'll say it again. This rant's over.